Good morning, Pastor Mutentami is my name. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this morning is taken from John chapter 15, uh, reading from verse 1 to 6. Our sermon is divided into sections, and the first section says, Grafted into the vine. I'll read from verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. Christian friends and other people who might have an opportunity to listen to this good news. Scripture uses many pictures to describe the close, intimate relationship between Christ and those who believe in him. But this one over a vine and branches ranks near the top. I am the vine, Jesus said. I don't have to be a gardener to understand him. You don't have to be a gardener to understand him. I can almost see that strong vine uh, coming up out of the soil, bringing life to the branches attached to it. With eyes of faith, I can see how God planted Christ as a living, uh, giving uh, vine into this world at Bethlehem how this vine grew from Bethlehem to Calvary, from a manger of poverty to a cross of pain, to bring eternal life for people like me. Can anyone else but Jesus lay claim to this title of life-giving vine? You are the branches, Jesus goes on. You, he said, looking at the people that were standing before him like you and me. Those who have been brought to faith in Jesus as their savior are as closely connected to him as branches to a vine. They are grown tight to him, eternally alive in him, and draw spiritual strength from him. God's grace does this grafting. Through the gospel in word, God's grace sweeps the unbelief out of our hearts and there creates faith in the Savior. Our attachment to Christ the vine is God's gracious gift. How wonderful and how necessary to be able to say with God-given faith, as the branch is to the vine, I am his and he is mine. Dear friends, we are God's children grafted into the vine who happens to be Jesus Christ. In verse 4, the Bible says, Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. That is John chapter 15 verse 4. This means no good if you are detached. That's the second section of our text. There was one time when it rained and lightning struck one of the fruit trees at our backyard. It destroyed one of the branches and shortly it started withering. The leaves dropped off and it dried up. And there were no fruits on that tree later because it was disconnected from its source of life. It was dead. 
Jesus speaks of the same phenomenon in our verse, only in spiritual terms. The, 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 the three times he uses the word remain means that it is very important that we remain connected uh, to Jesus. Remain in me, Jesus says. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. That is Jesus speaking. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. How much more emphatic can he be about the importance for believers to be connected to him as the life-giving vine? No connection to him means no morning uh, nourishment for faith. No fruit of faith in daily life. Disconnected from the source of life, a person can only be dead. So without Jesus, you are dead. Without Jesus, you cannot bear fruit. You cannot be productive. Remain in me, Jesus commands. That's not as simple as it sounds. Staying attached to Christ, the vine, through faith is not my doing, it's not your doing, but the work of the Holy Spirit. Through baptism, he grafted us as a branch in the vine. Through the gospel, as, a, as, I, as we use it or hear it, he strengthens our attachment to Christ. Through the Lord's Supper, he bandages our faith, only as he, through these blessed means, pours his pardon and power into our faith, can it remain alive and grow fruit in daily life. Therefore, precious vine, keep us close and let nothing sever us from you. Indeed, that is our uh, second section. We continue looking at John chapter 15 in the third section, which says, pressured from within. Verse 5 says, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. You know, dear friends, those who drill for oil tell us that there are three kinds of wells. There is the dry well that is just a hole in the ground producing nothing. The pumper is a well that has oil, but it needs a pump to force the oil to the surface. The gusher is a well with pressure enough to bring the oil up by itself. Now, which of these wells describes the life of a believer? Jesus makes it clear when he says, if a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. People who are connected by faith to Christ, the vine, show this by producing fruit. They don't stand there empty. Nobody has to force them. Christ in their hearts makes for fruit in their lives. The Savior's love within, within them pressures them. What do they produce? Paul in the book of Galatians chapter 5, especially verse 22 and 23, speaks of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are no rare exotic fruits, 
but ones found in daily life. The way I conduct myself at home, in the classroom, out in the community, at the plant, in the office, are fruits that grow upon branches attached to the vine. But all is due to the vine. I have no sap or life of my own. My life as a Christian comes not that I might be, but because I am attached to him. I live the Christian life not to gain salvation, but to show I already have it. Christ's great love living within makes us into a gusher kind of well, a well that produces uh, oil, a well that produces fruit. And to that we pray, Lord, help me, help us show our faith by the fruit in our daily life. We continue looking at verse 5 of John chapter 15, the section that says, without him, nothing. It reads, apart from me, you can do nothing. Fellow created human beings, children of the Most High. One morning, little Julie wanted to surprise her mother who was in, in bed with breakfast. So she got out the breakfast tray. She put the orange juice in the glass, the cereal in the bowl, the bread in the toaster but the toaster wouldn't pop up. She had forgotten to plug the toaster into the outlet. No toast from a lifeless toaster, that's understandable, but no fruit without Jesus, that I may have trouble with. Yet Jesus makes it clear, apart from me you can do nothing, he says. If I'm not connected with him in faith, I can do what I want, but it will be nothing in his eyes. If you are not connected uh, in faith to Jesus, you can do what you want to do, but it will be useless in his eyes. Our charitable deeds, our gifts of money, our daily conduct, though outwardly, splendid and worthy of people's applause will be so much rotten fruit fit only for the garbage disposal therefore brothers and sisters you need to understand that civic righteousness are useless if there's no christ blessing them we can be applauded by people, we can be praised by people, we can be worshipped by people, but if the fruits of faith are not connected with Jesus, they are useless. Why? Because Jesus looks beyond uh, what we can do, beyond what we practice. And he will ask you, why were these things done? Were they done out of a heart of faith to my glory and for the welfare of your fellow man? Were they done by a believer attached to me, the vine, using my strength and seeking to say thank you to me? If not, then even those deeds that people praise highly are nothing but sin and shame in his eyes. No connection to the outlet, no toast. It's no different with the vine and the branches. Apart from Jesus, nothing. With him, much fruit. 
Or to put it another way, branches severed from him can never be fruitful. Branches rooted in him can never be fruitless. And hence we pray, Lord, through the power of your gospel, keep us connected to you and fruitful. We continue in another section where it says, he knows how to prune. Verse 1 and 2. My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Dear friends, to raise good tomatoes, you have to pull off the suckers. This is an experience every gardener, every farmer has. Those wild branches on the bottom of the plant would sap its strength and slow down the production of fruit. In our verse, Jesus speaks of pulling off the suckers. God the Father is the gardener who prunes the branches on the vine. The dead branches he cuts off and throws away. The living branches, those who have been made to, uh, to clean by the word of salvation, he does not live by themselves to grow wildly. They need his tender, loving care. They need constant pruning so that some wild growth of sin doesn't sap their strength and slow down their fruit uh, production or even turn them into dead branches. My father knows exactly how to prune. The shape of his shears may vary and their snips hurt at times. But every bit of his pruning has in mind my betterment as a branch grafted to Jesus. Through the preaching of his word, he may snipe away at my sins and draw me closer to him. Through the adversity that he allows, he may prune away my faults and tie me closer to him. Through a sudden accident, for example, he may cut away my self-reliance and lift my eyes up to him. In his loving wisdom, the heavenly gardener knows when and how to prune that I might become more fruitful as a branch on the vine. Hence our prayer request, Lord, prune from us the shoots of sin and the suckers of this world that we might be a strong branch producing more fruit for you. We continue by looking at the last section, verse 6. It says, feed only for the fire. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. John chapter 15, verse 6. Every time, there are times when we check the branches of, in our backyard garden or in the field. We heap all those branches that are dead. You see, and that's what we do, and we put fire on them. Not carefully, though, how Jesus descri describes those dead branches. He doesn't say, if anyone has no fruit, but if anyone does not remain in me. The lack of connection with the Savior makes one a dead branch in the eyes of the heavenly gardener. Therefore, my friend, you have to be connected with Jesus. The dead branches are, are those uh, in whose hearts 
is no faith in Christ. We have to have faith in Christ Jesus. His life-giving sap doesn't run through them, and as a result, there can be no fruit in their lives. The fault lies not with the vine, but with the branch and its connections to the vine. Dear friends, thank the Lord that he wants us to be connected to the vine. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.